Hey everyone, how you doing today? It is Thursday and that means we talk with Jonathan Twomley and we always start with unemployment claims. So Jonathan, headline number uh, looks good, but I think there's a story behind the story. So what, what'd you see? Yeah, so the headline number was good. It was a beat expectations by a lot, yeah. by like 100,000. Yeah. Uh, looks really, really good. However, as always, you got to look behind the numbers a little bit for the story behind the numbers. And the story behind the numbers is that basically because of all the terrible storms that happened in Texas and that area, a lot of people just didn't file their claims. So <laughs> You mean they had other priorities like staying had, warm? Yeah, they had more important things to do, believe it or not, than, <clears throat> than file unemployment claims. So they didn't. So the claims look uh, superficially good and... Uh, I think the economists are pretty much expecting them to go back up to where they were yeah. next week. Uh, however, there also seems to be a view that there is going to be a downward trend. It just hasn't started yet. It'll kind of pick up steam. Yeah. Once the weather gets warmer, people can get outside more. They're not uh, spreading coronavirus to each other indoors and more things can open up. Also, you know, as the vaccines get rolled out, you know, the, the, the vaccine, you know, as you know, you've probably been watching the number of COVID cases and hospitalizations has really dramatically declined yep. over the last, you know, couple of weeks. And I think that's providing a lot of optimism for people uh, that we may have turned the corner on this and, and that things can really start opening up for good. And we've had, we've got just here in New York City, we've, we're, we've got indoor dining, opened up again even though it's at a very low level um they they're letting middle school kids go back to school oh wow. thank goodness which is great um so little by little things are things are looking in the right direction However, yeah i think it's yeah i think it's pretty clear uh, you know we've been talking about this for a while we're we're closer to the end of this than we've ever been the light at the end of the tunnel is no longer a speck or a, a flashlight it's something much more significant i think we will have a vaccine glut probably as soon as early april Right. Because now J and J, they were J and J. If you guys don't know, J and J has been building the vaccines for months now waiting. Right, They built ahead of time, assuming they would get approval and they did. Uh, so once that's officially done, we, we will have a vaccine glut. We'll have a distribution challenge and a, you know, sticking arms challenge. But for the first time, it won't be the medicine. So that will be interesting to watch. We do have some forms of herd immunity going on now, right? It's just been going on for this long, right? And uh, hospitalizations, thank thankfully, are down. So again, I think we're closer to the end, but I think there's still some there's still some pain out there in the unemployment. I think you were going to go there before I interrupted. Well, yeah, no. Actually, what I was going to say though is that there is some disturbing news about variant strains yeah. that have yeah. that have been allowed to develop. Um, I was just reading this morning. There's one here in New York now that's mm -hmm. been it's concentrated in northern Manhattan, but it's it's been detected throughout the city. Sure. Uh, and that and what the concern is, is that these variant strains, you know, like the one that's going on in, in South Africa and Brazil, yeah. and there was that other one in London, uh, may be more resistant to the vaccines that have been developed so far. So Yeah, they have one in California, specifically Southern California, yeah. that supposedly, you know, like, I don't know. I mean, at this point, all of these, uh, it's here. We, we, we missed our opportunity, I think, to stomp it out months ago. Mm -hmm. 
you know, now it's about let, let's keep doing the right things and moving forward. I, I don't want to go backwards. Right. I don't want people to get afraid. Yeah, nobody it's, does, but just, yeah. Ugh. But yeah, no, I mean, I think there's certainly like COVID fatigue for oh, sure. Even, no doubt. You know, even amongst the people who were most sort of vigilant about everything. I mean, they're just like enough of this already. Let's just get back to, well, I mean, I've to told you in and, past videos, I don't think my wife's been out of the house other than a walk we do in a year. It's, yeah. you know, that's, that's what I'm kind of dealing with. So, yeah. And I think back to the unemployment topic, right. I think the claims are down for the week, but they'll spike next week. Once Texas comes back, hopefully yeah. not a ton, but it, I think it will. Uh, the it, continuing claims was down a million, but I think that's a mathematical, you know, the one week delay thing. The real issue you yeah. brought up that I missed is the emergency uh, yes. number is as big as it's ever been. That's a the, problem. The emergency number went up by a million claims, right? That's, Which is just, I missed like, that's I'm not sorry, good. 700, 700,000 claims, right? Yeah. So uh, there, there's 19 million people still getting, I'm sorry, no, I, I take that back. Uh, there were a million more claims on the pandemic emergency program. So there are actually, even though the net net of this is that there are actually, even though the, the new claims were down, there are 700,000 more people getting some form of assistance yeah. right now than there were the week before. So 19 million people altogether yep. are still get, are getting some form of, of assistance, which just, you know, it continues to be record territory. And, you know, if you, if you look, even with the, even with the claims being down, let's let's say that that was a real number and not a number that, were, that mm -hmm. was weather related. You're still, when you look at it, we're still just in this band. We've yeah. just been consistently in this band. There's just kind of like, you know, that, somewhere yeah. between 750 and 850 and yeah. it goes up a little, it goes down a little. There's no clear downward trend. Yeah. We've kind of, as I said, you know, months ago, all the low hanging fruit has been plucked your unemployment situation we, we're into that the, you know the businesses that are gone and never coming back the the folks that like really like put in the the best effort they could to hang on and just you know couldn't hang on any longer because they ran out of cash or what have yep. you those though that's what we're seeing and it's going to then take a while once even after the economy fully opens up again it's just going to take a while to work down you know for lack of a better phrase like work down that inventory yeah. of of unemployed people and get them back to work in new jobs and yeah we need retail to open up we need restaurants to open up we need facility i mean that again this is the bottom the bottom end of the k right we've talked about the k-shaped recovery we need yeah. we need that piece cranking again the four-lane highway is still broken there yeah. are there are you know it's smooth sailing ahead but we got to get through the traffic jam and it's just going to take time Let's talk about a couple of green shoots, though, and this sure. is just anecdotal stuff. I mean, this I don't, but I I'm assuming that we have this. This is kind of also happening elsewhere. Mm -hmm. But what what we've seen? My my wife was telling me she had lunch with a good friend of ours yesterday, who is a commercial leasing agent here in the city. Mm -hmm. And what's been what's starting to happen now is people are taking advantage of those low re lease rates to start new businesses. Exactly, So yep. the grand so, opening okay. wave, yep. Yeah, so people who have been priced out, and this in this particular instance, it's restaurant restaurant owners. Exactly. People who have been priced out of trying to form new restaurants or whatever in New York City, now suddenly it's making sense again. So yeah. we are, and, and probably a lot of these people can 
now like at least like fully built out restaurants yeah, too, exactly. right? So they don't have the same kind of, you know, CapEx investment up front. Yeah. So go get um, that 10 year lease, baby. <laughs> yeah. Now's the time to lock it in. Now the landlords are smart too. They're going to want to work in escalations pretty quickly if they can, but still you're, able, you're it's never been a better time to lease something than it is right now. Yeah, and, that and was, further. you remember, that was my hope months ago. I told you we'd have a record grand opening in 2021. I mean, I, we 2020 is about closures. 2021 is going to be about openings. And, yeah. and I look forward to smiling more, right? 2020 was rough. But it is going to take time though. That's oh, the yeah. thing people have to understand. Like it takes time to build out a restaurant. It takes time to build out a retail store. It takes time, all yeah. these things. It's so it's, it's going to be like a slow flywheel Right. Like the flywheel takes a lot of energy to get it moving. But then once it gets cranking, then it, it's yeah. To, to me, it's it a, to me, it'll be a snowball going downhill. Right. It starts very small. And then as it gains momentum, it'll get bigger and bigger. And it'll just be it'll be, you know, as soon the snowball gets so big, it just it's like its own vortex. It just keeps pulling stuff yeah. in. So, um, yeah. But listen, they are predicting six point one percent growth for this quarter. Right. Wow. And Q1 and. Yeah. So, but that is, uh, but as we've talked about before, that's off a lower base, right? So it sounds, sounds it's great. It's great, but it's, it's still going to take us, we're going to have to have several quarters of that before we get back to where we were. Yeah. Back to our earlier thought Q2 would be better than Q1, Q3 better than Q2. You know, have faith in that, but if you're unemployed and and suffering right now, that probably doesn't feel good. Uh, but you know, job openings will increase. I think wages will go up. I think something you will see just naturally, even without the, you know, $15 federal thing, I think wages will go up as businesses look to attract people. So I think better times are ahead. If you're slogging through this as a, as a young man who suffered through months of unemployment, when my dad was unemployed, I know it doesn't feel great, but better times are ahead. Uh, you know, I don't know if I'll call it the roaring twenties, but I think, I think the first four or five years of this decade are going to be pretty good. Uh, we just got to get through this last little bit. So uh, let's wrap this one up. We're going to talk about inflation and unemployment next. So we're going to go deeper on these topics. Thanks, Jonathan. Yep.